Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. I hope you guys are having an awesome week and that you're happy. I hope you're happy. Thank you for being here. So not too much Disneyland news. I wish there was more. Do I say that every week? Actually, the only Disneyland news I'm interested in at this point is the one where they say that out-of-state residents can visit again. So that's really all I care about. Uh, It's not happening yet. High hopes for June 15th when Governor Newsom says that things in California will go back to normal and most of the mandates and COVID restrictions will be lifted. So we'll see. Fingers crossed for that. But the Disneyland did just recently announce that now when you book tickets online through Disneyland, then you can also make your reservation for your park at the exact same time, which is kind of nice. It saves you a step, although, I mean, most people don't have problems I mean, booking their ticket and then making their reservation. So for me, I will still be booking my tickets through Getaway today just because it saves me money. And then I can just bop over and make my park reservation. So I prefer to keep saving the money and having the flexibility of booking with Getaway today. So I will keep buying my park tickets that way. But there is that option if you prefer to do it all at once. Avengers Campus is opening on June 4th, which is literally days away. So exciting. I can't wait to see all the pictures and videos and hear all the reviews. I know people are going to love it. Anytime Disney does anything new, people are usually happy. I don't know. They just do a good job. So I'm excited to see about that. Disneyland just released their foodie guide for Avengers Campus. So that's exciting. You can find that on the Disney Parks blog. So if you are going to be there this summer, you can check out all the fun food that they'll have um, around Avengers Campus celebrating the opening. So that's exciting. Uh, Let's see. What else? I don't have a lot of other Disney news. Um, My son is graduating from high school next week, so this weekend we're doing a big graduation party, so I've been busy getting ready for that, and it should be fun. It's weird to have a kid graduating from high school. And then my other kids have um, one more week of school after this, and then they will be out, and it will officially be summer at our house, and I've been thinking about what the podcast is going to look like during that time. And I'm going to try to keep it as normal as possible, putting one out once a week. It is going to get trickier with all the kids being home during the day. It's a little harder to record when they're home. But maybe I'll just send them upstairs to deep clean their rooms. (laughs) That'll work out well, I'm sure. Um, The other day we were talking about vaccinations and shots and things like that and One of my sons said, I wonder what the worst place to get a shot is. And he was meaning, what is the worst body part to get a shot in? But my youngest, who's 10, Lila, she said, I think the worst place to get a shot would probably be be Disneyland because it would interrupt all the fun. (laughs) And it just made me laugh. What a sweet girl. Disneyland would be a terrible place to get a shot. And then she realized, she's like, oh, I see. I thought you meant a place, not a place on the body. 
<laughs> but I thought it was cute that Disneyland was her first thought. I have a guest on the podcast that I'm excited for you to meet, but first I wanted to tell you about my newsletter. I started a newsletter and I'm calling it Melissa's Magic Mail because I like to spread Disney magic and who doesn't love getting magic mail? Everybody loves it. So I decided that through my newsletter, I am going to be choosing one person every single month and sending them some Disney magic in the mail. Um, So like this month in May, I'm doing a $25 gift card. Next month in June, I will be on vacation. And so I'm going to try my very hardest to find something Disney themed while we're on vacation and use that for my Disney magic mail. But maybe sometimes it'll be um, something that I find in the park that I think people would like. Sometimes it'll be smaller things. Sometimes it'll be bigger things. It just depends on the month. But I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun way to spread Disney magic. And don't panic. I don't send out a lot of emails. I do maybe maybe one every couple of months. So just when I feel like there's important information about the Disney parks that you need to know or discounts that are really great or things like that. So don't panic. I don't send a lot of messages. So if you are interested in being part of Melissa's Magic Mail and possibly winning some, which you probably have a pretty good chance because honestly there are not a ton of people on the mailing list right now. So probably have a pretty good shot. I will put a link in my show notes where you can sign up and I'm going to be choosing the first winner next week. So you still have a little bit of time to sign up for the $25 gift card giveaway that's happening this month. And each month I'll talk about it on my Instagram about what I'm giving away that month and things like that. So I think it'll be fun. I'm excited. Sometimes people send me things that I think other people would enjoy. It would be fun to gift some of the extra things that I get sent and it'll be fun. So I will put a link for that in my show notes so you can go and check it out. We have a super fun guest today. I'm really excited for you guys to meet Miley. She has a website and she has an Instagram called The Unseen Magic and she shares all kinds of magic that is at the Disney parks that maybe is easily missed. So things that when you're hurrying through your day or it's crowded and hot and you're just trying to get from point A to point B, you're probably going to miss. But things that if you take a little bit of time and slow down, you're going to see some really magical things. So she has all these little magical things to share that I think you guys are going to find really fun. I learned lots of new things and now I'm even more excited to get back to the park so I can check out all of the unseen magic that I have been missing. So let's take a quick break and when we come back I will have Miley and she'll share lots of great stuff with us. Don't go anywhere. Hi. Hi, Miley. How are you? Good. Good to talk to you. Oh, I'm so happy you could come on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Awesome. Well, 
to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name's Miley, and I was actually born in Fullerton, which is about 20 minutes from Disneyland. So I always joke that Disneyland was put in my blood from when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, I have been married for 27 years. I have We have three kids. Our, they're all adults. Our son and his husband live in Phoenix. And then our daughter and her husband live in Utah. And then we have our last one at home. She graduated high school and started college through the pandemic. So she's trying to figure out what life looks like for her next. So we're on the road to becoming empty nesters, which is a weird scenario to be in. That is weird, but kind of nice. I, I know it's going to be a... Yeah, a fun new phase of life, I think. So yeah. um, all of our kids love Disney. We took our first family trip back in October 2007, and we kind of haven't looked back since. We've been on at least 30-plus trips between Disneyland and Disney World since then. We've gone on a ton of extended family trips with my family, with oh, 10 to 15 people, and I am always the designated Disney planner and organizer, <laughs> which yeah. I love. Um, all my kids my mom my sisters all we just are a Disney loving family so that's fun we have lots of good memories and trips and things that we've gone over the years to Disneyland and Disney World Um, and then about three years ago we moved from the Salt Lake City area up to we're in northern Utah in a rural kind of farming town we're not farmers but that's who we live by. Uh-huh. We are loving the peace and quiet up here. And we met some of our best Disney friends since we moved up here. We went on a Disney World trip after we had just met them like two weeks before. So that was a big commitment with people we didn't really know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> one. Yeah, we were both kind of nervous about it after we did it. And then it worked out fabulous. And we've been on over seven trips to the parks with them over the past three years. So oh, that's so fun to have Disney travel buddies. It is. It makes it really fun to have somebody to, because then you can talk about it when you're not in the parks and then they love to go with us. So it's fantastic. So that's a little bit about my, me and my Disney history, I guess. Awesome. So tell us about your Instagram. Okay. So um, back in 2019, when that was our first trip we took with our new Disney friends that we met up here. Travis and Karen and we had one of the hidden Mickey books and so we started looking for hidden Mickeys throughout the park so we were there on that trip and then we just started noticing other hidden details in the parks and so we started finding and looking for what we and then the name we came up with was the unseen magic that's throughout all of the parks and so we started looking for that and Karen and I made several trips to Disneyland where we just kind of walked every square inch of the park we would start on one side walk up one side of main street we go into tomorrowland we just hit every store every ride everything and we took notebooks and we wrote down and noticed everything and it was one of the funnest things i've ever done in my life i would say <laughs> so yeah, that sounds like so much fun i love that yeah it was we didn't do very many rides we did a few but it was just walking around and experiencing and so that's just kind of what we post about on our instagram is that we um just find these little hidden unseen magic details. And we want ever people to notice that there's so much more in the parks than rides and food and parades, which are all fantastic and fun. We love all those, but there's a lot more to see and do in the parks. That's awesome. I love it. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk to you more about that, but first I want to get some more Disney fan information from you. So what is your favorite park? 
So I have to say Disneyland. And the reason for that is probably because I never have to look at a map while I'm there. I know where everything is. And it just feels like home. It's easy. I've been there enough times where I don't have any stress. I have usually the last, I mean, the last few years since we've gone so many times, I can go. If I didn't ride anything, I would be totally fine to just walk around and enjoy. So it just feels like home and it's easy and no stress. So I Disneyland is definitely my favorite park. Yes, I love it. Me too. Okay, what about ride? What's your favorite ride? That is such a hard question. (laughs) And my answer is usually I will default and say whatever ride I'm on is my favorite. Because if I'm on (laughs) a ride, that's my favorite. But if I have to pick, I would say Disneyland, just for nostalgic reasons, Peter Pan is probably one of my favorites. And for just pure fun and enjoyment, I love Guardians over at California Adventure. Oh my gosh, we are like (laughs) Disney best friends because those are my two. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I love them. Okay. What about your favorite food? What's your favorite thing to eat at the Disney parks? So recently in the last, again, few years, I discovered the Monte Cristo sandwich and that's probably my favorite thing to get. Mm -hmm. And so I was so happy when me and my girls actually went to touch at Disney and we were so happy that we could get the little sample size of that, which I loved because the full order of that is so huge. I usually share it, but that's one of my favorite things to eat in the parks. I do also love if I can find a friend who will share with me, we'd like to order a churro and a pretzel and then half them. So we have salty and sweet. That's my favorite snack. That's a good idea. Very smart. I like it. Okay. What about um, your Disney bucket list? What's on your Disney bucket list? Oh, well, we've talked a lot about that as we are kind of approaching this phase of our life where we're sort of getting this empty nesters where we'd like to take our kids and family, but we can also do some traveling without Uh tagging everyone along. We would love to do all of the Disney parks throughout the world, Paris, Tokyo, Shanghai. We would love, I mean, that's big bucket list is to do all of the parks. And I have never done a Disney cruise either. So that's on there. What we would like to do is go to Disney world, do all the parks in four days and then end it with a three day relaxing Disney cruise. I think that would be fantastic as well. Uh, Yeah, that would be amazing. Sounds awesome. Do you have a favorite Disney memory, something that really stands out to you from your visits? Oh, gosh. So we've had, just because we've gone so many times, we have had a lot of like special, we call them magic moments where you're escorted somewhere magical by a cast member. One of our favorites was I was at Disneyland with my friend Karen and my youngest daughter, Tenley. We went over spring break and we were at California Adventure, we were working with a photo pass person taking some pictures just right outside of, in front of Luigi's um, right there. And we were taking some pictures. And then some of the cast members that are um, the ride operators from Luigi's Luigi's came out and asked us if we wanted to ride. And of course we said, yes. Mm. They escorted us back through like the exit up to the front. They put us in front of everyone and let us walk in very first and pick whatever car we wanted to ride in. So we just felt like VIP super important people. So that was really fun. I love it. That's so fun. Those Disney magic touches. I know. I miss them. (laughs) So awesome. Well, can you share with us some of your favorite unseen magic things in both the parks? Yeah, I'd love to. So this was really fun because obviously with Disneyland having been closed for over a year, I was fun to go back and look at pictures and I have notebooks full that I haven't really looked at for a long time. So it was really fun, but also very hard to narrow it down. So a few of my top things, I kind of wanted to talk about Main Street because I feel like that's probably 
a place that people don't really stop and look a lot. You may people stop and grab their morning coffee at the Starbucks or people run through the shop to buy something. But a couple of my favorite things on Main Street, the flag ceremony, which if you've never done that, I think everyone should do it. It's one of the, and I hope that, I don't know if they're doing it now with social distancing, but maybe they'll bring it back. But it's one of my favorite moments to be in the park where they call up all the different branches of the military and anyone that's a veteran or ser currently serving can come stand around the flag. They pay play their um, song that's from that branch of the mil military. The Dapper Dans are there. They sing the national anthem. Then they, um, we, yeah, we sing the national anthem together and then they lower the flag. And it's just, uh, it's just one of my most favorite things. We discovered that again, in the past few years, and I try to go every time that I'm there if I can. So that's one of my favorite top tips. I love it. Do, um, they, they do that every day, right? Yeah. And normally it's around 435. I usually do it before sunset. So it kind of depends on the time of the year, but they do it every day because they raise and lower the flag every single day. And the band comes down and it really is a, just a great patriotic moment. They have recordings that they play and it's just, I don't know, it gets me emotional every time, but I'm a very Patriotic. I get emotional every time I either say the Pledge of Allegiance or the sing the national anthem. So okay. I really love it. And I just think it's a, it would be a great, especially if you've got kids, just to put them in that um, setting where you have these service men and women that are there and playing their songs and you can just really feel the respect and support them. So I think it's just a fantastic thing that the park does. And I just love it. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And um, a couple of other things. We love the windows that are there in, the, in front of the Emporium. People probably have seen those. There's a, the Aladdin, Toy Story, Frozen, Peter Pan, Cinderella, and Princess and the Frog. At least that's what was there before the parks closed. But I think a lot of people don't stand there long enough to watch the scenes change because we've timed them. And it's like a minute, between one minute to two minutes, you have to watch. And then the scenes will change in those windows. So those are really fun to watch with your kids or adults. They're yeah. fun. Um, and then when you walk into the shops, we always like to tell people to look up because there's so much going on. If you look up like towards the ceiling, they have all these displays of a lot of things that are sort of from that time period in the early 20s, 30s of that, um, just that time frame of the country of what's going on, just different things in every single shop. So there's just a lot of fun things to look for and look at when you're in the shops there. And one other thing on Main Street that I love is that little nook that's between the market house. That's where the Starbucks is. And then the Disney clothiers. It's where you would go to the lockers, which okay. aren't open right now. But there's some tables in there. And if you sit there and listen for, I think it takes about 15 or 20 minutes or every 15 or 20 minutes, they kind of cycle through. There's some windows there and some shop facades. There's a piano lessons, a dentist. There's a hotel and a detective agency. And if you sit there long enough and you pay attention, depending on how noisy it is, you can hear the sounds coming from all those shops. You can oh, hear the really? That's yeah, awesome. you, you can hear the piano teacher and there'll be a kid kind of plunking out songs on the pianos. You can hear that. You can hear the dentist drill going off and him talking to patients at the hotel. You hear a guy. I think he must be shaving. You can hear like water bubbling. And I think it sounds, I get the impression that he may be nicks himself. Cause I think he kind of says, ouch. And there's some noise clattering going on. And mm -hmm. then the detective agency says on their slogan on the window, it says we never sleep or something like that, but you can hear them snoring in there cause they're <laughs> taking a nap and a dog barking. So it's really fun to listen to, but it does take a little bit of time and patience. So hopefully if you can find a table and grab your churro and go sit, that's a really fun 
uh, one that most people don't know about. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing or one other area, I guess, in Disneyland that I thought I'd point out it. So it's part of Fantasyland. If you're standing at the hub facing the castle, it's to your left. It's where the Royal Theater is um, and kind of back in the areas where they meet princess, do princess meet and greets back in there. And we never used to go back there because my kids were never really into meeting characters. We were all about rides. And so we didn't discover this until my friend Karen and I walked every kind of inch of the park. And so back in this little nook, there is a miniature um, replica of Rapunzel's tower is there, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun to look at. Um, there's also this really cool music box. It's called the, I think, Clopin's music box. And it has a handle that you crank and turn. And as you turn that, it plays music and these scenes kind of magically change inside from the hunchback of Notre Dame. So it's, that's really fun to see and listen to. Wow. I've never even noticed that. And I've been yeah, back it, there lots of times. I've never yeah. It's, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming it's still there. It's been there for a long time, but it's kind of pink and it just sits against the wall. And yeah, you may not notice that the handle's not, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe six or eight inches and you'd have to turn and crank it for a little bit. And as you do it, the scenes change from the different parts of the movie from the Hunchback of Notre Dame and it plays music. Awesome. Yeah. So that's fun. And also in that little area up above is a, there's a couple of animatronics. There's the Figaro cat from Pinocchio and there's a bird cage Mm -hmm. and it kind of looks like the cat is sleeping and the bird's just sitting there. But if you watch it for a little bit, he will wake up his eyes open and he kind of like swats at the birdcage and he kind of moves. So that's kind of fun oh, to that see. Is this. Fun. To I see haven't ever noticed that either. Yeah. So those are kind of, if I had to pick my, some of my few top favorites over in Disneyland, those were some of my top favorites over there. Um, and then going over to California Adventure, um, some of our favorites over there are the mosaic benches that are by Schmoozies. Mm-hmm. Um, down by if you're going towards like Monsters Inc. or right by the Phil Mickey's Philhar Magic Theater, there's mm-hmm. four benches. There's two on each side of that schmoozies, and we just love sitting there with a churro or a pretzel or your drink or whatever, and just looking at all the different unique pieces of. I don't. There's just all different kinds of items in there. There's space items. There's dinosaurs. There's silverware. There's seashells. There's teacups. There's all kinds of. So if you have little ones and you're wanting to just take a break and keep them still for a minute and have them just sit, you could probably spend a good 10 or 15 minutes playing I Spy with them looking at those mosaics. We love looking at those. Oh, those are so fun. I've never stopped to look at them either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure people have noticed them walking by, but if you get up close and look, there's a few hidden Mickeys in some of them. And there's just, you'll notice like theming in certain areas, like there'll be a little like corner that's a bunch of, like I said, space things like planets and moons. And so it's really fun. They are fun to look at. Awesome. And then um, one of our other favorite things in California Adventure is in the animation building. So that's where they do Animation Academy and they have those huge screens with the movies and the music, which are so fun to Mm -hmm. escape, especially if it's hot or raining. That's a great place to go into. But if you go down, there's a ramp that goes down to the Sorcerer's Workshop in there. And that's just a really fun place to explore. There's some hands-on activities that kids can do. But this is another area where we like to say, look up. There's these lanterns inside there that are very subtly themed towards different movies. There's an Alice in Wonderland one that has some playing cards around the top. There's a Lion King one that has like some grubs and other bugs on it. 
Um, there's a Mulan that has a dragon. Then there's a Latin one. But if you stand and watch those, the bottom parts of the lanterns will have the characters' faces appear in them randomly. So you'll see like Alice's face or Simba or Mulan's face appears in these lanterns. Oh, and wow. Cool. That's so cool. Yeah, they really are. They're really, really cool. We like, we just love exploring down in that whole sorcerer's workshop. Besides, like I said, the little activities you can do, create your own animations and different things like that. There's a lot. Um, uh, we like to say just a ton of unseen magic down there. So many things, little medallions on the walls of different characters. They have a whole, um, all the zodiac signs. They have a thing on the wall that's all the zodiac signs with Disney characters on them. So that's kind of fun to look at too and see what your sign is and which zodiac um, character is represented from Disney yeah. for your sign. So that's kind of fun. Well, they um, have so much stuff down there. And every time I post about it, so many people comment and say, where is this? I've never seen this before. They've never been down that ramp and seen all the things that are down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is hidden. And especially too, I think people will see the line for like the princesses. That's usually where they have like Anna and Elsa have been in there, I think, or different princesses. So there's sometimes a big line. And so you kind of have to walk around the line and go down that ramp. And it is pretty hidden between that and then the Beast's library that's right there where you can go in and sit in front of those mirrors and you can answer questions. And then it tells you what Disney character you're most like. So that was fun too. We like to do that still even as adults. Yeah. That's fun. But it is a great place to just, if either it's, hot or rainy or the crowds are long and you don't want to wait in line it's a really great place to kind of escape and just take a break from do something different for you could spend a probably a good amount at least an hour if you did animation academy and went down there and explored you could spend some good time in that building there's a lot to do yeah there is for sure yeah there is for sure um so those are some of probably my top favorite things that i kind of picked out that we really love um so so many more and it's, we try to post so many things on our instagram account you can get on a look and find different things to look for in the parks um to just add and i think it's either whether it's your first time or you've been a hundred times i think it's just great to add some of these little magic pieces into your trips to i don't know i think it just makes you appreciate things a little bit more and how much the imagineers spend coming up with and just the details I just always say Disney is just amazing yeah, at the details. in the details I think that you guys should put all this in a book you guys need to write a book well and that so that's funny that you said that that was our initial intent but we ran into a little bit of problems with we wanted to post pictures you can't really post pictures it's trickier I guess if you get into legal things so we've I don't know, gone back and forth with so many different ideas and just haven't quite come up with the right way. But my our kind of idea was as we originally wanted to make like a little spiral bound notebook that was sort of like a, I don't know, I spy check off thing that kids could carry throughout the parks and kind of check off. And so we started thinking about that a little bit. And, and I can't, we just imagine, I don't know if people are going to throw this in their diaper bag and it's just going to get crunched and munched. And I don't know if people will do it. So it's a, we just keep going through different processes and trying to figure out the best way to get this info out here. And like I said, we started with our Instagram account and we just kind of haven't done any more with it, but we have so much information and so many good things. So we got to find the right way to get that out there. Well, it'll help now that the parks are open. Now you can like get yes. back to thinking about it again. Yes, I think so. I think we kind of did. Everybody kind of shut down just saying what's going to happen. There's so much unknown with 
when it was going to open, when we as out-of-staters can get back and what it's going to look like. And so there's a lot of unknowns, but yes, it's definitely, especially going through all this stuff has been jogging my memory again and bringing it all up. And you should do tours. Thing. You should take people on tours where you can just walk around and point out things. I would love something like that. I know. And my fam, I feel like that's what I do whenever I go with my family. I was like, okay. And then look over here and look over here. And some people are interested, more interested than others. Usually people are like, oh, that's cool. And then others are like, oh, wow. I've never seen that before. I've been to the parks 20 times and never noticed. So yes. Well, I love noticing those little things. And so when my kids were little, I have two daughters. I was switching off riding between them and my older daughter, she loved riding with me. And my younger daughter just kept saying she wanted to ride with dad. She didn't want to ride <laughs> with me anymore. And mm-hmm. I said, why don't you want to ride with me? And she said, cause you talk the whole ride. You kept saying, look at this. Oh, did you see that? Notice this. And she didn't want any part of it, but my older daughter loved it. <laughs> That's funny. We've thought about that. We typically tried have not spent a ton of time pointing things out on rides just because I don't know that we, there are definitely things we've noticed on rides, but sometimes we, it's good just to be in the moment and take, be around and look. Cause I, when we were looking for hidden Mickey's originally we were, we were in Disney world and we were trying to find a couple on splash mountain and we rode it twice. And then after we got off and we never did find the hidden Mickey's, we thought we spent the whole time and we didn't even pay attention to the ride looking for these hidden Mickey's we never could find. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I agree. I am definitely always pointing, pointing stuff out. And yes, well, when I ride with my younger daughter, I always try to, it's so hard for me to just sit there and be quiet. But it I'm is. afraid she's missing cool things. But. I know. I know. It is true. Some people definitely appreciate it more than others. And other people just want to look and observe and take it in. And that's great, too. I think everybody can experience it in different ways. But there's so much to see. So many things. Yep. And there'll be even more with Avengers Campus opening. I know. That's going to be. I just. It's so fun when there's new things we haven't experienced. Those of us that are fortunate enough to have been many times, we don't get to experience new rides or firsts very often. So I'm always so excited when something new comes around and we get to experience something for the first time. I can't wait to get out there. Hopefully soon. We're just waiting, patiently waiting, right? As we can be. Do you have any plans to visit soon? When are you planning? So my birthday is in August. And so we have a trip booked. We have hotel flights that are refundable and I have bought tickets. So I have Disneyland tickets just sitting there waiting. So I'm hoping to go for my birthday in August. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic. And then we are planning on taking our kids and their spouses to Disney world for part of their Christmas, um, the first week of December. So we can, we've have not been to Disney world during Christmas season. We've been during Halloween and off holiday season, but I've never been to those four parks when they've had them decorated for Christmas. So I'm so excited to well, see. That will be fun. What a fun Christmas present. Yeah. I think it's easier when your kids get older, even when our kids were at home, once they got to be, Oh, I don't know, old enough to understand and could realize that they weren't going to get as much present or there weren't as many presents to open on Christmas. We have tried to do a lot of experiences and a lot of times it's Disney trips. Like we'll go to Disney. We like to go in January and February when it's kind of the off season and when that's winter and yucky here and we want to get out. So we've done that a lot over the years to say, Hey, the big chunk of your Christmas is we're going to Disney in January or February and there's a new Disney shirt. (laughs) Is what yeah. you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah. 
yeah so that's been really fun yeah well hopefully they let you in in august i hope so i i don't know you never know what's gonna happen but that is you can just be hopeful for that so yeah we have hotel and all that stuff booked for november but Mm. I'm hoping to get there before. I've got other tickets too. I can't. I keep buying tickets. I can't stop myself. I don't know what. I'm I, doing. Know. I know it's it's like we just need something. It feels like we we've got something. If my app says I've got a ticket in there, it makes me feel yeah like I'm just I'm ready to go since I don't and have I'm my being, annual pass. Yeah, it's like I'm being proactive because I'm yeah I'm ready. I'm ready to go whenever you'll let me. So. Well, and hopefully it will be sooner yes. rather than later. Yes, I, I, I'm hope, I hope so too. I do hope so. And I was going to share one other thing if you don't care. So I have, so we have our Unseen Magic um, Instagram account. And then I have one other Instagram account called the Beaded Windmill. And I started that back in, um, well, back in the beginning of quarantine, we started making beaded mask holders, like mask chains to oh, hold yeah. on to your masks. And so they're super handy for going to the parks. So it just helps keep your keep track of your mask so you don't have to set it on the table or shove it in a stroller or in a backpack so it can just hang around your neck. So we have those, but we just have a new thing in our shop that I'm so excited about and trying to get out there because I know so many people will love this. I made a Disney height chart. And so what it is is it's basically a big like four foot canvas printed chart. So you would measure it's like a height chart ruler where you would measure your kid's height, but it lists all of the rides by mm-hmm. height. So oh, then you can fun. you can see if your kids are tall enough to ride Big Thunder Mountain or Radiator Springs or whatever ride they're really excited about, or you can prep them that they're not gonna be tall enough for a ride. <laughs> because that's disappointing if they think they're going to be able to ride a ride too. So um, oh, that's so fun. And then they can, you know, as they're growing, they can say, Oh, I'm almost tall enough for space mountain or something. Yep. Like that. Yeah. Something I like that. Yeah. And they can mark their kids. You can write on it with like a fine point Sharpie. So you could use it to mark like your kids growth. Like, Oh, at this age you were tall enough to ride these rides or whatever. So it's can be a memory maker and just a fun, exciting thing to look forward to if you have a trip planned or just watching your kids grow to see when they can ride those rides with you. Cause I think that's such a fun rite of passage for kids as they grow up going to Disneyland. No, that is so fun. So where can we find the growth chart? Yeah, those are, so my Instagram account on that is the beaded windmill. Okay. Is what it's called. So yep, there's info for those and our mask holders are both there on that account. Awesome. Well, I'll put a link in the show notes to both your Unseen Magic account and the Beaded Windmill. Oh, perfect. That would be awesome. That would be fun. Okay. Well, someday you're going to take me on a tour I am Unseen Magic through Disneyland. Oh, I would love it. Yes. I always say when anybody calls me or asks me, do you have any tips or tricks for Disney? I always say, how much time do you have? Mm -hmm. Because I really, (laughs) it's hard for me to narrow this down. What are you looking for? Do you want a five minute version or a five hour version? And people, when they apologize for asking me, I always say, never be sorry. I always love talking about Disney. I will. And people say, we should hire you or have you come with us? And I say, sign me up. I am always ready to go on anyone's trip with them. I know. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, yeah. You've given me something to add to my bucket list. I am now daydreaming about spending days wandering the parks oh. and doing nothing but looking at details. It really was so fun. I I could probably go back and do it again since I haven't been in the park for a year. I just, we spent, I think it was about three days that took us. We did two days in Disneyland where we went kind of on the right side of the park half of Fantasyland, and then the second day we did the left side of the park Adventureland, galaxy's edge the other part of Fantasyland, and then we did california adventure in a day 
It really was. It really was a fun, super fun trip. I highly recommend it. Well, I think it's sometimes when it's crowded and hot, you just don't think about those details. You're just hurrying Mm-mm. to get where you're going, but you really are missing a lot when you're not slowing down. Yeah, no, it is true. And I always, you know, tell people that same thing. Like there's, it depends on what your kind of trip you're looking for. Like some people are go-getters and all they want to do is rides and that's great. We, that's usually how we kind of roll. But if you've go enough and you've got time and want to slow down a little bit, it's, there's just so, like you said, so many magical things to see and experience that are just different than the rides. Yep. Disney's got it all. That's why we love it they, so much. It's so true. <laughs> yes. They can, yep, for everyone. Rides, foods, shows, strolling around, people watching, just taking in the music. There's so many things for oh, everyone. Oh, man. I want to get back so bad. <laughs> I know. I felt the same thing. I've been wanting to, but then going through all this stuff just made it like so much more. Yep. Oh man, (laughs) it does. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. I've really enjoyed it. It's been great. Yeah, it was fun. It's always fun to talk to Disney with anyone, but especially a fellow Disney lover. So (laughs) it was fantastic. Well, I hope to meet up with you in the park someday. Yes, we will have to do it. I would love that. Yeah, that would be awesome. We'll do it. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. That was so much fun. I enjoyed meeting Miley and talking to her all about the unseen magic at Disneyland or the Disney parks. There really are so many things that you just don't notice unless you're making an effort to notice. And Disney is in the details. They don't skip on the details, which I think is one of the things that makes it so very magical. So she's added to my bucket list now. I am just thinking it would be so fun to take a couple days and wander around the parks and just look at things that I have never noticed before because I know that I'm missing a ton of things. Um... Every time I go, then I discover something new. So I can only imagine all the things that would be noticed if I was looking specifically for those things. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. And it was fun to have her on and have her share some of the things that she has been seeing around the parks. Um, She has a great Instagram account where she shares a lot of those things. So make sure you check her out. Check out her website. Her growth chart sounds awesome. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes. And I hope you guys have a great week. Hope you get lots done. Have a little Disney magic sprinkled in your week. I feel like I've got a million things to do with this graduation party coming up, but I think it will be lots of fun. I'm finalizing the menu today and I'm working with a friend on some decorations and I think it will be fun. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter so that you can win some magic mail right in your mailbox. I think it's going to be lots of fun. $25 Disney gift card this month. I know you could use that for your next Disney vacation or just shopping online at Shop Disney. Either one. I hope you have a wonderful week. I really appreciate you listening. It means a lot to me and I appreciate you. If you have a spare minute, I would love it if you would rate my podcast, leave a review. That helps me so much. People don't find my podcast unless it has reviews. So that would help me. I would appreciate it. And you guys are the best. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.